I've actually been practicing my David Attenborough impression. Would you like to hear it? Not really, but I'm going to anyway. Hello, Daniel, <laughs> and welcome to my David Attenborough impression. Today, we are looking at myths and how great they are in society. What do you think of that? Pretty good. Do you just, are you just saying that to move on quickly? No, I think it's a really, really good David Attenborough impression. Probably the best I've ever heard. Man, you don't have to ruin it for me. <laughs> Let's let's snuggle in close, Dan. Love the delay. Here we have a man trying to do an impression <laughs> of my voice. Welcome to Myths. I'm Matt Hoss. And I'm Dan Rose. Whether you know about Theseus or you're revising your syllabus. If you want tales with a bit of jest or you just want to hear about incest. What? What? It's really interesting. Welcome to Miss. Welcome to Miss. Hello and welcome. <laughs> Dan, I tried to do a very professional intro. <laughs> Dan, I ruined it. No, what, Dan, let's try it again. Okay. But, uh, some director's notes, Dan. Okay. Uh, when you're doing your whoop whooping, <laughs> uh, could you not do that, please? <laughs> okay, okay, I'll try again. Okay. <clears throat> Hello and welcome. I what? changed the vowels. You said not whoop, so I whapped. You you whapped? Yeah. How long have you been whapping for, Dan? Since I was about 15. You came on the train today, uh, so you've been whapping for... Did you whap yeah, on the I train? Yeah, I came whilst I was whapping. Yeah, you... you uh, okay, let's... Another director's note. Uh, can you not whap on this podcast, please? I got woken up today on the train. <laughs> I was By trying, someone whapping. <laughs> I was trying to sleep, and I felt this little hand tickle my knee. Oh, my God. And it, I thought at first, actually, that like something had... Sp- like a bit of water or something had spilled on me and I looked up and it was just like a toddler the in the seats in front who had like put his out, her hand oh my god through like the bit in between the seats and was just like touching oh, that's my that's so <laughs> creepy imagine if it was the other way around no she looked quite she was she was cute actually bless her welcome to Miss <laughs> so Dan you got groomed by a child today did, <laughs> that, yeah. that, wow I'm, I'm sorry no, she must have been like one years old one years old. Yeah, well, that's actually quite sweet. How how are you around children, Dan? I quite like kids. Yeah. Um, like, I don't mind kids. I mean, they're a bit annoying when they're crying and pooing. Yeah. But in terms of like... Very relatable. Oh, that's... Yeah, but in terms of being like, oh, he's a cute little kid. Yeah. And yeah, it's cute. Yeah. I, Although every now and then you do meet a really ugly baby, don't you? <laughs> well, I'm talking to one right now. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, it's, I don't know. Like, uh, I have to be in the right mood for it. Because like, when I'm around certain people, like... Um, for example, I hang out with my drama teacher quite a lot, and they um, they have kids. Uh, they're a bit older now, but like uh, they're I think one. Yeah, and you can't snatch them when their parents are around. <laughs> I was just waiting. I was just <laughs> waiting for the first paedophile reference, Dan. I just couldn't wait for it. <laughs> On a uh, Lee Kyle from um, which is the uh, best podcast fame. Uh, on the podcast, he jokes. Uh, that I'm a paedophile on it, and there's a kind of running joke, right? Uh, Not a great joke. Uh, it is funny, but okay, like, okay. outside the context, it's a, the joke is that I'm such a nice person that I'm not. It's not like um, it's supposed to be like the biggest contradiction. However, he says it so often. Someone on Twitter recently went, "Oh, is that? Oh, I can't believe it. that's that's pedo Matt." I was like, "Please don't no. call me that, especially <laughs> out of context." And I didn't. Uh, Please, out of context or even in context. Yeah. Please don't refer to me as Pedo Matt. That would be great. But th- let's not talk about that because I was, I was going to make a very earnest and genuine point about kids. But now, okay, we, what was we, it about we, kids? Go on. No, I do we, like kids. Silly. I do like kids. I, I don't know. Like at the moment, like around, around certain kids, like really nice ones. I'm always like, I get that kind of like a kind of like that cringe in my chest where I'm just like, oh my god, I'm totally in love with you. You're so sweet. Oh my god, like uh, the very paternal instinct kicks in. If you know what I mean, like uh, I think we should edit this so it just says you're in love with a kid. <laughs> Well, I'm the editor, Dan. Like, yeah, you know what, Dan? You go and edit this. You you edit it. Uh, do, you, do you know what audacity is, Dan? Uh, how are you spelling that? It's P. Sorry, <laughs> just spat at you. <laughs> now, tell me more about how you find... No, I do like kids, though. They're cute. Who Who's the most annoying kid you've ever been around? Most annoying kid I've ever been around? Oh, probably one the other day, actually. Oh, tell me about it. I was buying a DVD. I was buying a child. Um, 
You know the DVD company called it's like SEX, C-E-X. Oh, is it C-E-X or is it pronounced sex? I never actually know if you're actually meant to pronounce it yeah. as sex. Because that's, obviously, Kex, that's it? obviously the play on words that yeah. they're going for. But C-E-X. I think it's quite ironic that people buy stuff that probably won't have sex. Sex, exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, I was in there. Um, <laughs> I was buying a DVD. I was buying White Men Can't Jump for my manager. Yeah, he's listening. But hopefully... He's listening. Very slow listener now. Gonna, yeah, gonna we, hurry up. Uh, he's we play basketball once a week and he um I we play it but I haven't seen white men can't jump and what, he thinks what, that's bad for what, someone that play, when we play basketball. What's it about? White men can't jump. Well, I haven't seen it yet. Well, you must know what. Oh, uh, we must know it's about basketball or something. Yeah, must, no, Woody Harrison and Wesley Snipes um, pre jail. Um, <laughs> they go. Uh, they like form an. Un- they're like basketball hustlers in LA on Venice Beach and they form an unlikely friendship and I apparently it's a good movie. I've heard of it, but... Yeah, it's nice that you're like, yeah. oh, I don't know anything, but then that's quite a deep synopsis. Yeah. Anyway, it's 50p in CEX, because you know the cheap old DVDs. Yeah. And um, I was in there looking for it. Problem is, it wasn't really in alphabetical order. Oh my God, no. But it was in alphabetical order, like ABC... I don't need to spell the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yes, just for the... Cur- if, you're, if you're unsure, let's just finish off the alphabet. A, B, C, D, E, F, G... H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V W the R V even U S T U V yeah and then W X Y Z yeah I was just what happened then did you just forget the alphabet <laughs> it's been a very long week for me Dan <laughs> it's been a horrible time it's amazing is that the alphabet is in that order why yeah. is the alphabet in that order who decided that they, that was the order those twenty six letters went in the Greeks. Because I, I also know, obviously, that thing about how the alphabet song is also the same tune as Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Yeah. Which blows my mind every can we, time. Can we, can we do it like a splice where you, I'll do Twinkle Twinkle, you do it at the ABCs? Actually, seven, eight. We can give it a go. Three, Three two... Are you doing Twinkle Twinkle? Can I do, a, can I do okay. the alphabet? Okay, I, go on. Okay. I'm unconfident now. Okay. Ready? <coughs> Three, two, two one. Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. How I wonder Oh, I forgot. I just messed up again. I can't remember the alphabet. Can I do it again? Okay. <laughs> they got the gist. Yeah, no, 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 let's do it again. Let's do Matt it perfect. doesn't know the alphabet. I do. Yeah, I, just, I just got nervous. Okay. okay. I'm good at the alphabet. Okay, try it again. Three, two, one. A, B, twinkle, twinkle, little star. It doesn't wait. It falls. It's the first bit. It falls on the second bit. So we just debunked that myth. Yeah. The first bit's the same. Yeah. Anyway. Back to my uh, <laughs> CEX DVD story and how Sorry. I ate this kid. Um, and we were in... Uh, no, it's in alphabetical order. As, although Matt does actually... <laughs> <laughs> Matt does so, actually... Matt made a joke about me spelling out the alphabet, but then he <laughs> fucked it up, so he obviously doesn't know the alphabet. In, Dan, just to ruin your story, but I actually set up the DVD cases there. That's why it's all over the place. <laughs> A, B, C, W, X, Y, P. What's up? It's because I lost the rim of it. It happened again, yeah. you know? Um, so it's in alphabetical order, but then when you went to like the A, I was looking for if he, why man can't jump. So I went to the W section. Now there was like hundreds of DVDs under each category, but there was no like they weren't in alphabetical order. So once you got to the, the like the W, uh-huh. the letter you wanted, but then they weren't in alphabetical order. So I got to like W, then I was just like, oh man, there's like everything beginning with W, but it's not in a particularly good order. So yeah. I just took me ages to find it. Meanwhile, there's this kid the whole time, being like. Uh, this little kid being like, Mummy, 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 what are we getting? What are we getting? Mummy, what, what about this DVD? What about this DVD? And then, um, I don't know why King Minus is in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. then, oh, where's my mummy? <laughs> oh, what's this happening? Um, and she kept being like, Look, we're looking into the blue is the DVD we want. Into the blue is the one he wants. Into the blue. And she kept saying, is the one he wants, which made me think it was like their dad or her boyfriend or something. And uh, Into the blue is that one with. Um, Jessica Alba looking really hot on in, so I was like, ah, oh, respect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and it, I so, said, yeah, it's Paul Walker. It's the film with Paul Walker before he died, and uh, obviously, oh, too and, soon. Um, too, too soon. soon. It was ages ago. Too soon. Um, and Never uh, forget. anyway, they were like, they were looking completely the wrong section. I don't think they even twigged that it was alphabetical order. They were doing what? that. And they're just looking at every DVD, starting from like A, being like into the into the <laughs> A into, into the blue, the bl- into in, the blue, into oh yeah, into yeah. the blue. <laughs> Until eventually, it was annoying me so much. This kid kept being like, "What well, what are we looking for? What well, what are we looking for, mummy? What well, what are we looking for? What well, what are we looking for?" That I was like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna look for the DVD for you." Oh, did you actually? So I just walked over to the I section, found it within about ten seconds. <laughs> Just gave it to her and was like, sorry, I couldn't, but over here you're looking for Into the Blue and uh, I just saw it over there. 
Yeah. And she was like, oh, thank you. How did you know? And I wanted to be like, because your kid's just been... You've been blurring it out to the whole shop and your kids been really annoying me and I needed you to get these. Anyway, I did find White Men Can't Jump. But model of the story. I'll, next episode, I'll tell you what it's... I'll, when I can be bothered to watch it, I'll tell you what it's like. <laughs> I nearly said next episode, but I was like, there's no guarantee I'll yeah, watch it by no. then. <laughs> Baron, next episode we're recording in half an hour's time. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's the kid I hate the most recently. Well, that's good How to How did hear. we go on to this subject? Oh yeah, because the kid woke me up on the train. Oh yeah, which is still weird, by the way. Um, anyway, Daniel, um, shall we head... To the Misty Plains of Myths. Yes. Should we do... Um, we should do part three of Achilles before we do part four. Yes. So are you ready for episode, uh, part four of Achilles? Yeah. Part four of three of Achilles. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cut out the, his uh, adventure where he goes to... Uh, uh, he actually goes to Middle Earth and gets hang out with hobbits for his like, like his gap year, but he actually comes back to do this one. This is actually the joking apart, though. This, we're going to do part three and it's the last part, right? Yeah, it is the last part. Let's do the tr- transition. I don't need a Trojan Welcome back to the final part of Achilles. Uh, are you excited? <laughs> Dan, no more whapping on this podcast. Sorry. Whooping's allowed. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> do not whap in front of me, please. Uh, so, um, it's been... Dan, um, you know, obviously, for listeners, it's been um, it's just been a week. And it's, it's only been a week for us, hasn't it? Since it has, last yes. It's been quite a long week. It's, it's been a really long week. I mean, several several <laughs> days. <laughs> Well, it's more than seven, actually. I, I would say probably nearly a month. Nearly uh, a month. <laughs> um, a long week it's been. A very long week. And uh, let's recap what happened in parts one and two of Achilles. Should we do a bullet point each? Uh, well, let's, well, let's just riff it. So who was Achilles, Dan? Achilles is a guy who was dipped in the river Styx by his mum. By his... Uh, I'm going to get sued by Futurama and Zoidberg yeah, or something. Yeah. Um, dipped uh, by his ankle. His mum held him by his heel, specifically. Yeah. Dipped him into the river Styx so that the rest of him became impenetrable, invincible, immortal, except for the bit which didn't touch the river Styx, i.e. the heel that his mother was holding onto. Yes, very nice. Um... And then, uh, basically, he grew up with a little centaur called Chiron, who taught him the way of the arts and X, Y, and Z. Art and poetry, but yeah. more importantly, warfare. War. And when he was jolly old 15, he got conscripted to go to the old uh, Troy. Yeah, and it turns out that being uh, invincible comes in quite handy. Yeah. When you're pretty, in the army. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Pretty <laughs> comes in quite handy. <laughs> Imagine, uh, what would you do if you were invincible, Dan? If I was invincible, I would... If I was invincible, I'd probably go into changing rooms and hide so no one could see me. Well, that was so much creepier than an, uh, I would ever have thought. Um, are we just going to leave it? That? Yeah. Well, it's actually a joke on me playing, thinking that it was invisible. But Oh, okay. sorry. I, d- uh, I didn't quite get it there. Uh, I, I if I was invincible, I, like I think good. I would try and do some kind of greater good. I feel like I'd work for the UN, could go into war zones, help out. Oh, yeah. That's actually pretty good. Uh Oh, Dan. Or be the baddest motherfucker in town. <laughs> One or the other. Good or bad. <laughs> it's nice. Like, FYI, oh. if I could be invisible, I wouldn't I wouldn't creep in change rooms, by the way. I would also use that for good. I'd probably actually rob... I'd probably rob naughty people if I was invisible. Okay. That's interesting. Um, and I, if I was invincible, I'd mess those naughty people up. Mm-hmm. It's nice that like, in the first... like. You're like, yeah, I'm going to be a good person. And a couple of seconds, no, nah, I'm going to be evil. <laughs> <laughs> Easily corrupted. So, uh, when he, when Achilles arrives in Troy, uh, instead of actually fighting a war for ten years, he spends most of his ten years sacking with his, group, his cool gang called... The Myrmidons. Yep. Uh, that sounds not- like an ancient type of animal that used to live. The Myrmidon, yeah. Yeah, the Myrmidon. That sounds that's actually quite a good name for a band, isn't it? The Myrmidons. The Myrmidons. That could be our band. That's our band. Before recording this, we decided we were going to start a band. Call it the Myrmidons. Yeah, just decided right now. I'm going to be doing guitar, bass and drums. Dan is the singer. I'm the singer. Although I, 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 I'm I, pretty good at singing too, so I'll do some backing vocals. Can't you like sing the chorus at any, like, when we have like big moments come in? 
Okay, yeah. And we're thinking ahead, Dan. Yeah. We're going to be like Oasis, but better. <laughs> That's pretty good. What, what's our first song going to be? Troy. Troy! It's the name of a guy! Oh, sorry, I'm backing vocals, so you, you'll sing. I'll do melody. He was dipped in the river sticks when he was baby. <laughs> then he's here. What? I didn't know a funk band, Dan. He was no, but it, 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 gets, it gets like Rocky. The chorus is always Rocky. It always starts off folk and then goes rock. Yeah. He uh, was dipped in the river sticks by his mummy when he was a baby. No, we need some fat bass. It's... Killers! 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 This is... Oh, my God. This is, uh, this is a very... We, we have not eased into this gently, have we? <laughs> we talk about, like, being touched up by a kid and uh, and then the Metal Achilles song. That's good. Um, I think I need to have a rest, but... Uh, the Myrmidons and Achilles went to uh, uh, lots of different islands and basically conquered them all. And because they refused to be part of the main the main battle going on, Agamemnon, the head of the yeah the king of Greece, was like, "Nah." Then, um, so uh, essentially, for the kind of the main part of the war uh, in the tenth year, uh, Agamemnon uh, basically has a bit of a feud. Uh, then, uh, basically, he steals uh, Briasis, which is uh, uh, Achilles' prized um, like. Trophy wife, I guess. Uh, Achilles is a bit pissed off, so he leaves the war for a bit, doesn't he? Dan? He does. He's like he's taking a, a vow of a, a hiatus, hiatus from the a war, sabbatical, sabbatical. Yeah. But what happens is that Achilles is second in command, and his his uh, his, his, his mate, go-to guy, his go-to guy, his best friend, he Patroclus. Patroclus. Patroclus steals Achilles' armor, pretends to be Achilles, mm-hmm. takes all the Myrmidons. The Myrmidons are like, oh, Achilles back. Yeah, and takes. They, come on, boys, let's go. They go and they join the battle. Whilst on the battlefield, they they get to uh, they meet the Trojans, and the Trojans are lead. Uh, their leader is Hector, one of the excuse me, the greatest fighter of all of Troy. Yes, although that is a very low bar. It's a huge low bar. Yeah, they are, they are not good fighters. Uh, so uh, Hector is kind of slaying them, and he sees Achilles in the battlefield. Or he sees, yeah, he sees Patroclus in the armor, and he's like, but he doesn't know what Achilles looks like. Yeah, he has he no reason. Achilles. He has no reason to know what Achilles looks like. And then he gets a spear and he kills Patroclus. Super easy. And he's yeah. like, this guy's not immortal. What the hell? Well, like immortal to nothing. <laughs> yeah. That's what. That's the kind of banter they have in Troy as well. Yeah. Uh, and because he's Prince, everyone's like, yeah, that's pretty good. FYI, by the way, just I keep using the word immortal, but. He's not. He's invincible. It's invincible his... apart from his heel. But it's not that like, it's not that people know that he can't be killed. It's the fact that he's just an incredible warrior. Yeah, he's, he's a good fighter anyway. Yeah. So even if you were to get a slash on him, it wouldn't happen. Yeah, yeah. you just don't. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so Hector kills Patroclus, thinking he's Achilles. <clears throat> Everyone's like, <gasps> yeah. oh my goodness, Achilles is dead. But then a real Achilles uh, they... comes back to his tent and is like, hey Patroclus, how you? Be- Patroclus? Patroclus! Patroclus! <laughs> Where's my armour? Because <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, Hector takes the armour as well. Hector's stolen the body. Uh, to do burial stuff. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then uh, Achilles gets really kind of upset and he's like, I'm going to screw you guys. He gets into his emo face. He, and he gets angry with the Myrmidons because he's like, how the fuck did you not think that was me? And they're like, to be fair, he's wearing your armour. And he's like, oh yeah, good one guys. Yeah. 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 So, Oh, sorry. And uh, and then he uh, he kind of gets it. He gets very emo. He gets very angry. Then Hesphytus, the little forge miner, makes him makes him a little bit of armor, some special armor to fight in. So he makes him some cool power armor, brand new golden armor. Yeah, the golden armor. <laughs> I missed that voice. <laughs> but Hector's quite confident, isn't he, Matt? Hector thinks he's pretty much won the war. He's like, hey guys, you know, as a little treat, you know, we, you know these wars were invincible with Troy, so why, why don't we just camp outside? In the know? desert, how about, yeah, camp yeah. outside, behind the, in front of the wall. I mean, there's nothing out there, and for no reason, but why don't we just go and hang out? And they're like, yeah, why not, let's have a barbecue. And then? Uh, so they're all camping outside the impenetrable walls, and then the rest of Greece is like, and Agamemnon and Achilles are like, uh, why are all the soldiers of Troy outside of the walls rather than inside the walls? I think we should uh, we should take this well, time to strike. The wrath of Achilles is just like, fuck you guys. So he goes over and kind of slays them all. And yeah, he kills basically. Like, him and his army kill all of them. Yeah, so he uh, basically the wrath of Achilles is just starting. And now he he's, has... He's pissed off, Matt. He's pissed off. And he knows who he's going for. He's going to go for Hector. Hector. 
Bellerin, Arsenal football player. All right, so here is part three, the final part. It was Hector's time. The two men met and both armies stood back and watched mesmerised. Hector's plan was to run around the city walls, hoping to tire Achilles, who had been long inactive. Wrong. Just to point something out here. So he's like, ah, Achilles wants to fight me. I know what I'll do. I'll get him to chase me around the walls until he gets tired. (laughs) It's like, well, alright, there's a lot lot going on here, because obviously they've decided to just have um, uh, their best warriors fight each other to save more bloodshed, which is quite a good tactical thing. And kind of secretly Hector wants to actually try and actually kill Achilles, and Achilles really wants to kill Hector, because he just killed Patroclus. Achilles is in fear at the moment. He's angry and th- uh, this this um how achilles is behaving at the moment is really important for the future uh, for future episodes because when we talk about the aeneid um this is how um and this is how aeneas's character grows as well so achilles uh, how he's so angry this is this is his moment uh so he he doesn't care about the war whatsoever he cares about killing um uh, hector but hector he's like okay i'm a brave warrior one of the troy's greatest um how are we going to defeat him Run around the walls of Troy. <laughs> I'll beat. Like, I'll just beat him at uh, track. You know, I mean, fifteen hundred meters. Fucking beat him. <laughs> that, like, imagine if that's how they decided the war. They would had a baton race. <laughs> I love the idea that he would run around the wall three times and win, and be like, "Yeah, I won." And everyone's like, "You still have to fight him, Hector." You've still all we've done is tire each other out. You're still gonna fight with swords. Actually, it'd be really funny if if Achilles stayed in the same place in front of the gate to Troy and Hector ran all the way around just make, making himself tired. <laughs> so I'm still here, dickhead. Yeah, we still have to fight. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, if I was Hector and, and you knew you can't beat this guy, and this guy's pretty, you'd be clutching at scores, wouldn't you? you? You'd be like. Ah, I'll run around for a bit, just try... I love the idea that he's like... Obviously, he's heard of how good Achilles is. Now, Hector is, to be fair, a very good hunter, uh, hunter a very good warrior. Yeah. But even he must be thinking, ah, uh, this, yeah. this actually might be quite difficult. So he's obviously just panicked, doesn't it? Um, I don't think we get to see this in this excerpt. However, I believe in book two of the Aeneid, we actually see Hector's... Before he goes off to this fight, uh, basically he says goodbye to his son and... Uh, I think his wife, who's called Andromedy, I think, uh, and they. It's a very. He's very. He's a very paternal figure, and he's very sweet. Uh, you know, he. Uh, he, he what he did uh, before he left, he. Uh, he went up to the kid and said, "If I don't see you again, know that I love you." And here's a copy of Into the Blue. <laughs> <laughs> but he's basically thinking of all the times he's ever fought. This is probably the one time he thinks he might not be coming back. Well, uh, yeah, it's well. He, he always. He's a very humble person anyway, but he, I, I think he knows the game. Three times Achilles chased Hector around the walls of Troy, and each time that Hector would try to run for the safety of a gate, Achilles would cut him off. His fury knew no bounds, and Prince Hector sensed in his heart that he stood absolutely no chance of defeating the greatest Greek warrior that had ever lived. But Hector was no coward. If anything, he was the bravest fighter amongst all the Trojans. But he wasn't foolish. As developed as his martial skills were, they were no match for Achilles. So, he decided to outrun him. Uh, there's a quote from the, the Iliad. He who fights and runs away lives to fight another day. And that's not a quote from the Iliad. It's just That's just a saying. Is it? I don't know. Sounds good. <laughs> Can I get it tattooed on you then? Actually, Hector had demonstrated a certain cowardice when twice previously he had fled from the formidable Achaean warrior... Ajax the Greater. This is earlier in the war. Indeed, he did not recover his courage until goaded by his comrades Glaucus and Aeneas, who began to insult him, questioning his resolve. If you're getting insulted by a guy called Glaucus, you got problems. Yeah, yeah. definitely. He has gammy eyes. Uh, Other day, he's like, "Yeah, you ran away from that man. Shut the fuck up, Glaucus. <laughs> yeah, shut up, you stupid face." And Aeneas, oh, you're you're going to be important later on, are you? He's like, oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Ajax, obviously, uh, there's two Ajaxes, the Ajax the greater and Ajax the smaller. One's an idiot and dies, and the other one is like a rapist. So, just to let you know, uh, that's a a Greek word. So, uh, uh, Hector was known for his bravery, but apart from that occasion. Hector had a lot to live for. He was a devoted family man with adoring wife and children. 
Achilles had really no strings attached, <laughs> which sounds kind of a weird. That's a weird way to phrase it's it, really isn't weird it? Way, isn't it? Achilles had uh, really had no strings attached, other than to his mother Thetis, whom he rarely saw, and to his loyal army of the Myrmidons. Am I correct in saying that Thetis travelled with him, right? Thetis yeah. came along. She well, was, his mum's actually like a sea nymph. Yeah, but she came along to Troy to help yeah. out and say. Don't worry, darling. I got your laundry all piled up. Okay, darling. She's from New York, yeah, Jersey, <laughs> Jersey. Um, so he's, he's like, Mom, stop embarrassing me from my myrmidons. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now, with Patroclus gone, Achilles was more alone than ever. Compare that to the Trojan prince Hector, to whom his family was much more important than his personal glory. I think that's the key difference between the two, because. As All Achilles has is war. war. That's and that's his whole life as well. That's he's fueled by hatred. He's fueled by war. Uh, however, Hector's lip. He's running to save his life. He, he fights wants, for the people. He's, he's fighting for his love and his uh, his family. However, uh, Achilles is his pride. That's what it is. It's his ego. Uh, the, the fact that he has been personally offended by uh, uh, by Hector. He wants to take him out. You know what I mean. So there's a lot resting on this and. Um, I think Hector doesn't care about Kleos. Do you remember what Kleos is? Is that when you like can enter someone's home and be nice to no, them? That, that's good. good uh, that's Xenia. Okay. Uh, but Kleos is about the warrior's code. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Greek words. Kleos uh, uh, is about um, basically it's um, the idea of trying to be remembered after you die. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And so if you do well in battle and you die, it's okay because you've got Kleos. However. Being cowardice, that's quite a bad thing because it means you're not going to be remembered for the, in a very positive way. You know I mean? Yes. But the point is that Hector doesn't care about that. He cares about the people he loves. So there's a big difference there. Yeah. I'm fucking clever, aren't I? You are really clever, actually. Dan, can you give me a compliment, please? Matt. <laughs> you look all right today. Thank you. So you I'll give a compliment. I went to look around the um, finishing touches of the house you're going to move into soon, uh-huh. and it's not shit. Well, I had nothing to do with that, so... Uh, exactly. Uh, Hector fights for love. As, as this goes on, it even highlights that point further, because it says, especially now, with Patroclus gone, Achilles was more alone than ever. But yeah, the, the point is that, uh, yeah, I think Achilles is also, he's hurting a lot, so that's why he's wrathful, you know what I mean? You know, he just wants to let his emotions out. Which really, you know, it's, it's very, you know, we're going to be, going to give him a safe space to murder people. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> At last, Hector had enough. The entire city had gathered to the top of the awesome walls, fixated with morbid fascination at the death dance between uh, Hector and Achilles. You, yeah. I, 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 I riffed it, I riffed it. <laughs> Okay, let me try that again. Oh, literally none of those words were in that sentence. <laughs> I remember, it still worked, Dan, didn't it? Fine, I'll say it again. Because I messed up, because I said, yeah, okay. You always have to take them, oh, Darren, next time you read, Dan. I'm gonna you laugh at me when I mispronounce stuff. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. The entire city had gathered to the top of the awesome walls, fixated in morbid fascination at the death dance playing out below them. Hector was their favourite. And he was destined to take over as king from his father, Priam. See how different that was to the... <laughs> <laughs> but in all fact, fe- same, same message, wasn't it, Dan? Uh, uh. Um, but also, uh, I liked how they said, Hector was their favourite. Yeah, because he's fighting for their... Co- like, oh, of course he's the favourite. You know, Imagine if you're like in Troy, you're like, no, I like Achilles, actually. It's like, what are you it's doing? It's like for Jeremy in a yeah. penalty shootout, just because you're like, I love Jeremy. What are you doing, mate? Uh, Dan, I don't want to do this on podcast but that's the second time you mention sports in this podcast you know that's a no-go right? <laughs> we no more sp- if you're gonna do like a Germany route at least mention the Nazis okay. Right? That's, okay no more sports please sorry that's 2-0 yeah sorry that's a sports reference so what are we doing learning about Achilles and Adolf Hector <laughs> that was bad even for me but like <laughs> alright things were looking bad for Hector and uh, he says this if anyone deserves... Should I... What accent should I do for him? Do you want to do an accent for him? I think this is the the people of Troy speaking. Oh, people of Troy. If anyone deserves a parent... Why don't we all, why don't we all do it as if we're a mob? We'll say yeah. this line. Yeah, okay, okay. You, you, I'll, I'll be yeah, yeah. the women you, and you be the men. So let's just... For the podcast reads. I think this... Uh, so the next line is the um, uh, the, the crowds of Troy shouting out. Let's, let's, okay. let's put the soundscape down. 
If anyone deserves a parish, it was Paris. Yeah, that spoiled brat who was so brazenly he had kidnapped Helen and brought his calamity upon mighty Troy. Yeah, yeah, not brave Hector. Buccaneers, Buccaneers, I love you. What the fuck? Oh, the fuck off, God! The fuck is this person? Get him out! You like Germany? Yeah, get out! Yeah. Oh, that's good. Enjoyed that. Imagine if they had a, like a popcorn stand there. It's like, get your hot dogs. Play the deaf dance of yeah. Hector. Yeah, place your bets now. Place your bets now. 50-50. Hector Achilles. Achilles uh, to win. 9 to 1. <laughs> a Hector to win. Zero. Because it's not going to fucking happen. Yeah. Enough. If Hector was going to die, he was going to do so with dignity and grace befitting of a Trojan prince. Hector stopped running. And turned to face his nemesis. You can imagine the crowd being like, <gasps> "It's gonna happen! It's gonna happen!" But I also let like, it happen. They're like, "I can't wait to get my wager." Uh, but uh, also on top of that, like, if the crowd is at the top of the walls watching, right? And he's just been running around. Have we just been sat there for about three hours just watching him? Run? I assume he's like in F one, watching the yeah. F one. Like, you can see them come past, and then you have to wait for them on that. Again. Yeah. <laughs> A very shit F1 with a very armoured men just running after each other. <laughs> <laughs> so, time stood still. Can I not read this first? Uh, I'm just going to do that bit. Oh, okay. Yeah, go, go ahead, then. Time stood still. Hector, Hector versus, versus Achilles. Achilles. It was the moment that would forever be etched in glorious history. A scene that would be memorised in countless artistic renditions and paintings. Poems would be written... Plays performed. It was a glorious moment, immortalised by Homer. In the Iliad. Yep. Yeah, what he did there was like, the Iliad? And then looked over at me, he's like, yeah, that's right, right. Two men of noble birth. One a demigod, impervious to death, save for his invulnerable hill. The other, a mere mortal, yet larger than life itself. Two men of noble birth. One a demigod, impervious to death, save for his invulnerable hill. The other, a mere mortal, yet larger than life himself. Itself. Hector and Achilles looked gay... Sorry. Hector what, and Achilles... Yeah, you're that, messing up. No, no, no. You just misread the complete words. I just mispronounced well, the words. Actually, Dan, you actually messed up some words earlier. Because uh, you said it was the moment. It was actually, it was a moment. <laughs> Screw you, Dan. <laughs> This is where this is our fallout, isn't it? This is uh, this is where we we snap. You yeah, know? yeah. Hector and Achilles locked gazes, and the Trojans knew that this would be his final day on this earth. All present held their breath. <gasps> They're like, please, oh, this doesn't go on for too long. <laughs> Don't run around again. <laughs> he lunged desperately at Achilles, but the Greek deflected his sword effortlessly, almost appearing to toy with Hector. Then Achilles struck with all the force and skill instilled in him years earlier by his teacher and mentor, the centaur, Chiron. Hector had no chance. There was a collective gasp of disbelief from atop the walls of Troy as Achilles drove his mighty sword through the beloved prince. With a terrible roar cry that resounded high in the heavens, the Greek regained, gained revenge for the death of his beloved Patroclus. That was over quite quickly, wasn't it? Yeah, it was basically, uh, oh, let's have a fight, blah. That's it. Yeah. Very fast. Then it was time for the indignity. War is a terrible thing. So, you know, um, remember Hector being like, I want to die with dignity. Let's see what happens. Achilles ignored Hector's dying wish to have his body returned to his father Priam for the ransom. Is it Priam or Priam? We never established well, this. We, we, we said it's uh, Primat rules, so I think it's Priam, but if you want to say Priam, yeah. you're welcome to. Achilles ignored Hector's dying wish to have his body returned to his fire. Father Priam Thank you For ransom Instead he fastened leather straps To the body of Hector And secured them on his chariot It was the very same chariot That Patroclus had commanded for him Through so many battles The irony was not lost on Achilles <laughs> A single tear <laughs> yeah. I, I just imagine he would just been like Irony As he just straps him to the bottom of his chariot To ride yeah. the horse Whipping up his immortal horses Balius, Xanthus And Pedet Pedasus? Pedasus. Pedasus. Yeah. The Greek dragged the Trojan prince's corpse three times around the walls of Troy. Ironically, how many times they chased <laughs> each other. He desecrated his fallen opponent's remains, 
Much to the extreme dismay and anguish of the devastated Trojans, many of them Hector's immediate family, who watched in horror from atop the city walls. So he's dragged down at the wheels of the chariot, being dis- his body just being dismembered and kind of flagellated and stuff like that. It's pretty messed up, isn't it? It's pretty messed up. But also, I love how he, he has these great names, like Balius, Xanthus, and it's like, I want to call a whole pe- uh, horse Pegasus, but... It's already taken. So we'll go for the knockoff version, Pedasus. <laughs> In your face! In your face again, and a third time in your face. You know what? That sounds a lot like. Why is that? <laughs> He's done that every time he goes round as well. Yeah. In your face? No, in your if face. In your face. In your face again. This was bad sportsmanship indeed. But the wrath of Achilles, just like his love for Patroclus, knew no earthly bounds. And in war, all was fair. I uh, I don't think it was fair in all fairness. However, um, my favourite thing about that in your face, in your face thing, it sounds like James Acaster said it. It's like, in your face. No, in your face again. And a third time, in your face. <laughs> so, Hector is dead. Uh, Achilles has done quite a horrible thing to him as well. Yeah. This is the most brutal he's ever been. Some may say it's justified, but I think it's pretty... Overboard. Overboard, yeah. All right. The final part. With Hector now dead and the Trojans completely demoralised, Achilles proceeded to bury Patroclus and to offer sacrifices to those Olympian gods who had assisted him so favourably thus far. No funeral expense was spared. To the altar of the gods, Achilles sacrificed numerous horses, <laughs> two of Patroclus' own hounds and twelve noble Trojan <laughs> captives, wow. several sons of Priam among them. So basically, Hector's brothers. Brothers. Yeah, I love how it's like. Uh, oh, death is so horrible. Oh, we must uh, remember Patroclus at this funeral. Kill some horses. Kill some dogs. Kill, kill some twelve men. Yeah, kill some men. Some critics claim that the dark, less than heroic side of Achilles was revealed when he slaughtered the Trojans in cold blood while offering sacrifice. Because that is sacrilege. That is pretty bad. Indeed, there is no doubt that Achilles was a flawed hero, consumed by bloodlust, wrath, and pride. Well, that's what we talked about earlier. It's yes. just. For all of his incredible... As all he knows is war. That's all yeah. he can do. He's got nothing else. But then again, he had... Because he has no one there, he's so... Uh, he doesn't give a shit anymore and he's so kind of... He's lost everything, hasn't he? Bankrupt yeah. as well. He was driven by a lust for glory and he recognised how very hard it was to act with integrity and nobility when so much was at stake. Still beside himself in grief, at dawn every day Achilles would drag Hector's body three <laughs> times around Patroclus's tomb. <laughs> Finally, at the command of Zeus, Hermes led Priam to the Greek camp one night. <laughs> what a weird thing to do. By the way, Hector's body must be an absolute mess. Yeah. Every day he's dragging it around the, the tomb. And it must start smelling now. Yeah, it's well. pretty bad. And like, I just love it. It's like, oh, what's up Achilles? Are you sad? Yeah. Do you want to go for a joyride in the chariot with Hector? Yeah, go on then. <laughs> just, just doing their drag... Uh, it, what's it like, like... What's it when you were um, drifting around? Like, okay, yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the gods have been like, this is a bit too much, mate. So they've gone and got Priam, the, the king of Troy, to, and brought him to the to camp. Oh, damn, I've got a pun. Uh, that drifting joke, if you're having horses instead of cars, you can call it Need for Steed. <laughs> That's okay. I need for speed. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> so, Prime Pri- Prime overcome grief is. Uh, <laughs> you know, I have to run my fun down. I yeah. just I had to do a little bit of a joke, but you know, he didn't laugh at my Adolf Hitler joke earlier. Different type of joke, isn't it? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Priam wanders over to the Greek camp, which is as a tactical move. That's pretty pretty bold. But he's been led by Hermes, so uh, there's some. Assurance there. It's like Osama bin Laden walking up to the White House. Hey, <laughs> hey, can I have a word? What a weird and outdated reference. <laughs> <laughs> the inconsolable king of Troy beseeched Achilles to ransom his son's body, throwing himself at the warrior's feet, begging. He pleaded with Achilles to permit a proper funeral befitting such a brave and noble prince. But this is also quite a big leap for Priam, because firstly he's gone to enemy territory... He's the king of the city. He's trying to fuck. Uh, he, he basically, the enemy. yeah, he's very much um, in the lion's den. Uh, and thirdly, he's gone to the most powerful man in that whole universe and been like, um, c- "Could you do me a favor? You know that guy you killed, who you hate with all your heart? Could you help me out?" There? Like, yeah. Yeah. hey, I think you just brutally murdered my son in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> Would you mind um, not doing that anymore? 
Oddly enough, Prime found Achilles asleep alone in his tent and could have tried to kill him, but chose not to. What a lovely man. I love how even with Achilles asleep on his own, trying to kill him is still a try. <laughs> it's not like he could have... He found Achilles asleep and could have killed him. It was like he could have tried to still kill him because he's pretty impossible. You know for a fact if he tried to stab him, would have just been punched in the crotch and his neck snapped. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> this old man was beyond revenge. He just wanted his son's corpse back for funeral rites. Uh... Uh, but I love the idea of him being like, can I have my son's body back? And he's like, oh, it's not in great condition. You can have his finger. <laughs> <laughs> but this is actually, this is, this is, I think it's book 24 of the Iliad. So after all the warfare and everything's happened, it finishes with this moment where this king, he just, he's not a king anymore. He's just a, a father grieving for his son. He's going up to the most powerful man and asking just for one bit of kindness. Achilles was greatly moved by King Priam's love for his dead son, and amazed at how little the man cared for his own safety. If there was ever a time for compassion, this was it. They agreed to exchange the corpse for Hector's weight in gold, and a pale scales scales were set up outside the city walls. Hector's body was laid in one pan, and the Trojans were invited to heap the gold into the other scales of balance. So... Achilles was like, hey, you know, I totally understand. That's, uh, I'm you're, a really compassionate guy. Yeah, you're welcome to have your son back if you give me a fuck ton of money. If you give me 13 stone of gold. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said 30 stone, Major. Hector's really fat and just running. He's just doing his drug to around to lose weight outside of it. I love that he'd be like, how much gold do you want? Uh, about 80 kilos will do. What makes you think of that? I have an idea. <laughs> yeah, give me some scales. Yeah. But it's also like, oh. But then again, that's also not a good idea because if he's been running for three laps straight, and also he is, his body's been decimated, there's not going to be not much left there. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? So, oh, he's just a shilling. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also kind of weird that they decided to get a scales for it. It's very formal, if you know what I mean. When at last Prime's treasury was empty, and still Hector's burly corpse was heavier than Polyxena, a Trojan princess. You, you said when his body was heavier than Polyxena. It's just when... Basically, Priam's treasure is empty, but the body is still heavier than the amount of gold they have. So this woman, Polyxena, has gone and got her own bracelets and jewellery. So she kind of helps alone. It's quite nice. You think they'd have more gold than that? In all fairness, it's at the end of the ten-year war. That's true. War's quite expensive. But then again, they've been just sitting in their walls having a party all the time. So this Trojan princess, Polyxena, gives um, missing weight. Impressed at her courage... Achilles offered to exchange the gold for the beautiful woman and, and Priam told him she was freely his if Achilles persuaded the Greeks to depart without Helen, ending the war. So, uh... Priam's uh, seen an opportunity to end he, the war. So you can have her if you end the war. <laughs> and uh, he's been a bit cheeky there, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, no deal. Achilles and his warriors probably commenced with their route of the Trojans and, pursu- and pursued them towards the city... But Poseidon and Apollo had pledged to punish certain deaths which had offended them. And also some insolent boasts Insolent. uttered by Achilles as he stood gloating over the corpse of Hector. So, so as he's putting Hector on the scales, he's like, yeah, you fucking dumb bitch, you deserve to die. And everyone's like, wait, whoa, Achilles, whoa. He's <laughs> like, come on, mate. You, come on, mate, yeah. She's had a moment of compassion here. Cause yeah, you lie on those scales, you, you stupid idiot, dead corpse, little yeah, bitch. You fucking cunt. <laughs> Whoa! Like, what did you say? I said, "Oh, you uh, sorry, mate, uh, about all this." Yeah, it's just deeply misogynistic as well. Like, but also, yeah, after because this, this bit isn't in the earlier. This bit hit because it ends with him just making that deal with uh, um, Priam. But the, I can't remember the Polyxena bit. So, yeah, this is a bit of an interesting one. So, the gods decided to kind of get their own back of Achilles. The desecration of Hector's corpse by Achilles when he was dragged around the fortification of Troy did not sit well with the gods. This honour, this extreme, did not befit such a noble man. The gods aren't too happy about what Achilles has no. been doing. No. And you know what? This is actually the first time where it's actually not petty. They're actually, no, this is fucked up. We need yeah. to do something about this. And this is a kind of an intervention, so to speak. Apollo sought out Paris during the battle uh, and divinely guided his hand. So, Achilles went to attack the Trojans like after their peace summit. Like, oh, this is very nice. Attack! And so Apollo gets to Paris. Throughout this ten-year war, Paris was consumed by guilt, 
knowing that this unimaginable destruction was all his fault. But his love for Helen remained steadfast. So as we talked about in episode 30, um, Paris was the reason for all this as well. And he feels guilty, but not guilty enough to give her back. Um, yeah. What made matters worse was that Hector never once, well, hectored Paris about his bad decisions and his dependence on physical love. The big brother was nothing but supportive, supportive of his little brother, despite the latter's foliables, and somehow that only made things worse for Paris. So Paris feels bad because the person that didn't um, heckle him about it was... His brother, who's now dead. Um, but everyone else did. Yeah. Uh, imagine everyone else been like, uh, oh, wait, is she, uh, uh, how was Helen, you know? Uh, is, is, is she going to help out with this war? Like, oh, sorry, guys. Oh, sorry about this. Uh, <laughs> oh, I do apologise. And his, now his big brother was dead in a fashion most foul because of him. So, this poison-tipped arrow of Paris, steering by the unerring hand of the God of Light, found the only vulnerable spot on Achilles, his right heel. So he pulled his string back. This has happened quite quickly, by the way. When is, so when did Paris get to the... When has he got to the Greek camp to kill Achilles? No, no, no. Because um, what, what I'm saying was that after Polyxenia put some money down, Achilles like... Oh, you want to go for a drink sometime? And she's like, mm, if you end the war. And he goes, no dice. We're going to attack you now. So he put, he did an attack on Charles. Oh, so they're all running. And, to and the... Paris is kind of feeling kind of shitty. And he's like, oh, I've got this bow and arrow. He pulls it back. Thum, poison tip. Hits Achilles right in the heel. Now, so it's actually a really terrible shot. Well, yeah, because he must <laughs> he must think, oh, that's a bit shitty. Because he uh, must have been aiming for his, like... You know, anything else. Yeah, yeah, anything else by his heel. There's no but way he knew that. He a, didn't know that the heel was vulnerable. That's an odd shot to make, isn't it? Ah, oh, 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 that's what I mean he didn't mean to he's, just, he's like oh I can't even do this right I've just got him in the oh wait a minute <laughs> <laughs> what kind of noise do you reckon I'm make? melting <laughs> oh no oh no man oh, it's a Geordie tipped arrow man I love the idea that it would go into his ear and he's like ah ah Kidgel that's my right ah it's my left heel uh, fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, but does Achilles know about his weakness I assume not because um, imagine that that shock to him. He's like, whoa, whoa, oh, oh, oh. oh this hurts. What oh, the hell is this? Oh, yeah. my God. And the great hero of Trojan War died in raving agony, writhing in, in agony. But what's interesting here is that um, Achilles actually dies quite a, in a, quite a horrible death uh, in, in the fact that people see him as a strong figure. And for him to be dying quite a pathetic death, that's quite... I guess it's quite an ironic, a poetic way to for him to die, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Uh, others say that it was Apollo himself, disguised as Paris, who actually struck the fatal shot. The great battle raged over the fallen hero's corpse until finally the Greeks carried dead Achilles throughout the midst of the enemy and back to their camp, devastated at the loss of their greatest warrior. To make amends with, with his mother Thetis, Poseidon promised to bestow on Achilles an island where he would be worshipped and receive divine sacrifices for eternity. The nine muses sang his funeral dirges while a host of Nereids offered solace to Thetis. So they're basically consoling his mum. His corpse was burned upon a pyre on the 18th day and his ashes mixed with those of Patroclus, laid in a golden urn made by Hesphytus, the guy who made the armour, and buried at Sigurium. But Thetis snatched Achilles' soul from the pyre and brought it to the island of Luce, where he rejoined his dead friends including Patrullus. Ah, oh, so his soul has been... Well, joined his friends. I don't think that's actually canon, actually. Because, <laughs> uh, officially, Achilles' soul goes down to the underworld. Uh, and I'll talk to you about that at the end of this. Helen, the cause of the war, was his bride there, by some accounts. Yet others claim that Achilles went to Hades, where he complains bitter- bitterly of his lot in life, as he stomps about the Asodo fields. Asodo fields. Uh, I think it's just like... The, is this trying to say that some people say that he actually did go to the underworld? Yeah. Like um, well, in the Odyssey, I'm just going to mention this afterwards, but in the Odyssey, um, we in uh, when Odysseus goes under to the underworld, he actually bumps into Achilles, and uh, Odysseus is like, oh, you are right, mate? How's it going? Yeah, how's things? Uh, and it's like, and Achilles is basically... The famous line he says is, um, I'd rather be um, alive and poor... Than King of the Dead because he like in in the underworld everyone's like oh it's Achilles oh my god he's like famous and he's like but his his life means nothing anymore so to die for honor is pointless because he's he, realised that this whole thing he worked for his whole life is pointless a lie yeah, yeah. and uh, he he'd rather be a farmer and a no one and live his life but yeah so it's quite sad really 
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of Troy. So he's dead. He's in the underworld. Yeah, Achilles is dead. Yeah, he's, he's gone. However, we're going to rank this mother, aren't we, Dan? Mm. Yes. I don't need a Trojan world. I'm going to do it on a scale of 1 to 10 this time. Wow, uh, that's very original. Actually, could you do it on a scale of 1 to 1, please? I will do. <laughs> All right. Here we go. So, Dan, how do we, you know, how do we usually rank things? We usually rank things the same way we're probably going to do it this time, which is uh, we rank each myth out of four. Those categories are creativity, bam, morals, yeah, life skills, yep, WTF, yeah, yeah. I think I did in the wrong order, actually. Yeah, it was very much the wrong order. Yeah. but yeah, um, I liked it. Freestyle, Dan. Thank you. And each each of those is ranked out of out of ten, giving a possible score of forty points. Go. Why have we done it in the weird order, man? It's not in the weird order. Yeah, creativity first. Isn't that? Is it life is, skills why, first? Dan, we've been doing this for thirty-five episodes. Sorry, man. I thought it was creativity first. Well, and you know it's not second either. Yeah, it is. Life skills, creativity, morals, WTF. No, morals is the second. We always do life skills, morals, creativity, WTF. Do we? Yeah, all the. T- well, I may have messed up that Excel spreadsheet. I tell you that now. <laughs> We've done that for ages. Oh, okay. In that case, my Excel spreadsheet is definitely in the wrong order. <laughs> how how do you not know this by now? Because well, that's why I've done it on my spreadsheet at home. That's so weird, man. Well, it's how you can just swap them. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, I know. Uh, so, life skills. What practical things have we learned? Learn how to um, defeat someone in battle. Learn how to defeat someone in battle. Very easy. Learn how to run track. Learn how to run track. <laughs> Learn how to hold your breath as an audience. Yep. Learn how to... Do you heckle two people fighting? Yes. Uh, should we heckle some more? Go on, Hector! Go on! Yeah, go on, Hector! Go on! Yeah, you. Can you imagine that first swing? Everyone's like, Yeah! Oh. And then immediately like, Oh! That was over so quickly. Like the gladiators. Um, You'd uh, be annoyed, wouldn't you, if you just brought a hot dog and then it was over in like 30 seconds. It's You'd like, like, oh, oh shouldn't you go to the toilet? <laughs> Come back. <laughs> oh, God damn it. I remember one of my friends, uh, when I when I was a kid, when I was in year nine, I went to go and see Metallica in Sheffield. I brought my friend Sonny along, and Sonny wasn't that into it. And uh, Sonny, uh, during Master of Puppets, one of the most famous songs, he decided to go and get a Coke. Fuck you, Sonny. Fuck you. Also, at that gig, I um, chatted to a lady who uh, was there with her fiancé, and it was... It looked like I was trying to chat her up, but I was just having a lovely conversation with her. During the World Cup, I went to the toilet just as England scored a goal in the, in the quarterfinals against Sweden. But I bet we were at the urinal or cubicle. Uh, I heard you, it. Yeah. You go, ah! I remember when um, I was when England got knocked out. I was uh, performing at Hot Water Comedy Club, the club I mentioned earlier, and uh, it was um, and you could literally hear the whole cheer throughout the whole city when they scored. I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, like, I was in the toilet and I was like, you just hear it from outside, like, well, I think we, uh, I think we scored, scored yeah. yeah. Anyway, uh, what other things have we learned? Life skills, we've also learned how to... Um, how to weigh a corpse. Yes, how to uh, not pick up a lady. Uh, for example, hey, do you want to uh, come back home with me? Uh, how to... Um, yeah, don't try, and, don't try and chat someone up when you're laying a dead... One week old body on a that's a moral, scale. but we'll we'll save it for a moral. But yeah, uh, we learn how to build a funeral funeral power. Yeah, how to do funeral parades and how, how to someone. How to get fake uh, horse names. How to get fake horse names. How uh, to sacrifice a horse and people. Yeah, how to uh, not take care of your captives. Uh, how to get divine intervention. How to sneak into a camp. Yes. How to uh, desecrate a body. Or ultimately, how to kill someone. Yeah. We learn how to not deal with your problems by killing someone. Yeah, how to not deal with your problems. Uh, I think that's pretty much it, but there's been some pretty... They're all in the same area. Actually, no, there's quite a lot of... We're, sneak, uh, we're sneaking, there's battle, there's yeah. warfare, um, there's money. So I th- And there's kind of piety, there's a message at the end of it as well. So I think... Uh, I reckon about a seven. I was going to go seven. Yeah. Boom, in the bag. One seven... That's 17. Oh, I don't know numbers. And I don't know the alphabet, so we're both on the same level today, Dan. Okay. Um, morals, and definitely not creativity. Morals, well, I've just done one. Don't try and pick up a girl when you're yeah. laying your body on the scale. 
find the right time. Don't destroy a corpse. Don't don't go overkill. Yeah. Like know when your revenge is enough. Well, just don't kill anyone. Just don't kill that's, anyone. That's my uh, motto. Uh, um, I guess the mor- we also learned the moral that it's better to live uh, life than be dead, uh, like in the underworld and stuff like that. Basically, yeah. Um, we learned. Uh, don't don't keep bodies for several weeks, then yeah. give them back to your dad. Yeah, just we've learned to be compassionate to people wanting, <laughs> but for compassionate, dead. but not fiscally but, stupid. But for money, yeah. <laughs> um, we also learned how it's always good to be a good person. Like uh, Paris is very thoughtful about his family, and so yeah. is uh, uh, Hector about his family. Yeah, it's it's always good to be a good family man. And uh, don't kill someone whilst they're trying to sleep, because they will definitely kill you. I think so. There's some some there. Um, also, don't kill Trojan captives, and be, uh, he's very gruesome there. I think this is the Nadir of uh, uh, Achilles. So we see him go for his worst part, and yes. we see him actually abuse his power for the first time as well. Yes, that's true. That's quite a big. That's actually quite a big moral. I'm thinking about. It's also for the first time we've seen the gods intervene when they thought something was bad. They've actually intervened, but. As the rules that they should be doing, you know yeah. what I mean? They're not petty and they're not um, vengeful. They're actually trying to help out in a positive way yeah. as well. And I think about a seven, personally. I think about a six or seven. I was tempted to six, but maybe seven. What do you think? I think I'll give it the benefit of about to a, to a seven. Um, because there's a lot of good morals there. It's about, I think, yeah, we learn a lot on a lot of different levels, I think. Next up, creativity. Take it away, then. Creativity. We've got them running around. Yes. <laughs> We've got the, all the sacrifices and the burial rites. We've got the fact that he weighs someone. That's pretty, like the whole exchange for money. We've got Priam sneaking into the camp. That's pretty creative. The fact that a king sneaks into the camp. Yeah, we've got all the crowd cheering. Um, um, it's also a good way to finish a war as well. Like, I think it's a very interesting battle. Uh, lots of stuff happens, and... Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a fascinating. It's a very good like protagonist antagonist. Yeah, like the two against each other. But neither of them are evil, though. That's what I mean. It's like they're they're but, both similar when they're similar, but very different when they're different. But the, the only thing that separates them, well, they, they're different characters. But I think if they're on the same side, they'd be quite good friends. If you know what yes. I mean. Yes. But it's I guess that's the cruelty of war, I suppose. Um, and the fact that he desecrates the body on a chariot—that's pretty. That's like. Gangster me- messed up, apparently. Yes, that is really messed up. But still quite creative. Um, it's not crazy, though, is it? Not it's not crazy creative. But then again, it's a nice arc, though. The fact that Pat- um, Patroclus dies. It's got a nice narrative. Our, uh, Achilles is... Um, it go- it's, it, I like the creativity of him going working through that trauma of him losing a friend and for him to kind of yes. take it out. So I think yeah, the, the narrative arc- of grief and whatnot. Yeah, the arc of his, uh, his vengeance is powerful, I think. Um... But I still don't. It's not like, it's not like. I think it's quite straightforward, but it's in the nuance is really why it's interesting. So maybe a six or a five. I was gonna go a five. I think it's pretty average. I think it's more than average. It's just more okay. Than six. Average. Personally. Okay, six. Also, we at the moment uh, we get a few people messaging saying, "Oh, I don't agree with uh, that score you gave in for episode three." By the way, I was like, oh, "I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> All right, and WTF, the main one being the body. The right? body. He does some pretty messed up things with the body. Killing the Trojan captives. Killing the Trojan, yeah, killing the twelve Trojan captives. Um, asking for money in exchange for the body. That's yeah. a bit harsh. And then also trying to pick her up afterwards. Uh, yeah, trying to pick up that woman afterwards. Pretty and, messed up. And then when she says no, being like, "Well, well I'm going to burn your city down." Yeah. <laughs> He's not a chill guy, is Achilles? No. Is he? Um, what are you thinking? Uh, but what other thing? Uh, the fact that Paris misses his shot but also kills him. Uh, yeah, he Paris is a terrible shot but still works because he's just a jammy little twat, isn't he? Paris is a jammy fucker, isn't he? He gets what he wants. Yeah. He 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 lost very little. Uh, the fact that um, a lot of people died, but also watched him die, uh, Hector die as well, uh, and the fact that Achilles died in such a painful way. Uh, it's not. Well, I think the worst thing is the desecration, but I don't think. That is too weird. Maybe a five or a six. I think a five. Yeah, five. Five is fair because it's the, the right level of messed up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So seven for life skills, seven for morals, six for creativity. Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Not bad. 
it's not bad. It's pretty pretty average. Oh yeah, but I think it's quite a strong myth overall. I think this is seven seven six five. It's a nice. I think this is one of the ones where, if it were to be uh, all together, so we did the whole thing and ranked it as a whole. I think this would be quite a high scorer. However, I think because we did it in segments, it kind of limits that a little bit. But I think it's a very interesting one all the same. Don't you yes, think? yeah, very interesting. I like these myths that are less about the gods and more about people. Yeah, and uh, but that's the thing because it's less. The more we do about humans, the less we see about the gods. If you know what I mean. So I think there's less outrageous stuff that happens because yes. it's limited by the. Though it's very fantastical, it's limited by um, human conditioning. Yeah. If you know what I mean. And although this is the end of Achilles' story, and it has, in learning about his story, we've learned a lot about mo- the majority of the ten-year Trojan War. We are yet to know actually what. The war hasn't actually ended. We've got to remember that too. Yes. Achilles is dead, but the war still rages on. And we'll talk more about that next week, won't we, Dan? I think there's a horse going to be involved at some point. My name's Hoss, by the oh, way. Oh, sorry, I'm confused. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been a really fun episode today. Um, well, if by fun I mean desecration of corpses. But uh, if you want to hear more of our dulcet tones and more about the brutality of war and how this war ends... What are they going to do, Dan? Probably listen to the next one. And they can do that by subscribing to whatever you, way you listen to this. I've... At Miss Podcast. Right. Social media. <laughs> you really had no nuance there, did you? <laughs> <laughs> you were just like, I want to get this done. No, it's so... Uh, th- th- let's do it properly, Dan. Yeah? Okay, sorry, sorry. <clears throat> Where can you find us on social media? At Miss Podcast. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> on Facebook and or Twitter. You can also email us at mythspodcast at gmail.com. That's myths, M-I-F-F-S, podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. So that's Mike, India, Foxtrot, oh Foxtrot, Sierra. <laughs> Go on then. Papa, Oscar, Oscar, Delta, Charlie, Alpha, Romeo, Tango, Sierra. Wow. At gmail.co.uk. Someone's mum's please. No, gmail.com. Yeah. At gmail.com. No, let's, let's do it all. Gmail. Golf Mike Alpha India Lima Sierra Yeah Dot Charlie Oscar Mike Spell it dot Delta Del- Oscar Tango There we go Well Thispodcast.gmail.com Right now can you do the whole alphabet but in there please because <laughs> <laughs> I need to learn it so so Alpha I actually only know because I have to use it at work all the time do you? I never used to learn it my mum listening to my mum will be listening to this and she'll be impressed that I knew that because she is um, <laughs> she used to test me when I was a kid and my sister always gets it right and I was terrible as a kid at remembering the phonetic alphabet but now I have to do it at my job all the time I'm always talking to people <laughs> in phonetic alphabet when I used to work at the A1 place uh, I used to work in the camera room and when a car broke down you would have to um, tell the uh, the um, the pickup driver what the license plate was for the, the forms we had to fill out and you had to kind of give them the um, kind of the, the police uh, alphabet yeah uh, phonetic alphabet it's a phonetic yeah. alphabet and I uh, I would get I don't know it and I had to kind of riff it so you you give me some numbers and I'll say what I okay what go I on let's do uh, so I get this, write it down for me I do get this at, I do get this at work sometimes I'm just going to write down random letters yeah pretend it's like a license plate so okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> I do get random um we get a lot of people at work who will call us and I'll say, oh, can you spell that phonetically, please? And they'll be like, Gary, Barbara, <laughs> that's a, that's Sugar, yeah. <laughs> uh, usually I'm speaking to some very tough Glaswegians as well, so... There we go. <coughs> that's a very it's quite a long, li- it's a long license plate, but I've even put <coughs> a number in that. Imagine, just... if this was a, imagine if this was a code that you had to read out. Do you want to just read out what it says by asking like, the letters and I'll... P-N-O-Y... I'll just close Z-W-19-T-F-H. Okay, here okay. we go. Hi, Matt. Do you have the uh, the codes there? Uh, yeah, yeah, the code. Okay, here we go. Uh, doing it out phonetically. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, police. <laughs> Nora. Oscar. Uh, um, y- you... No, your... Uh, to... Wanker. <laughs> uh, 19. Um, That's actually a Z. What? Not a two, it's a Z. Oh, Z. Uh, so let me try that again. Uh, Police, Nora, Oscar, Yankee, uh, Zulu, I do know that yeah. one. Uh, so I'll stick with Wanker. Uh, 19, uh, Tofu, uh, Furor, and Hesphytus. <laughs> Furor? <laughs> Good you giving Hesphytus. <laughs> How do you spell that? You got Zulu, right? That's good. Uh, I can. I... And Yankee? Yeah. You actually do know them, don't you? No, I sometimes, but sometimes I, I don't, and. Uh, 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 with T, I, I know it's Tango at a push, but 
in the in the moment I'm not 100% yeah. sure anyway Daniel uh, thank you uh, for being my lovely partner once again and uh, so I'll see you next week and we'll wait. I think it might be one of the final ones of Troy let's do a whoop whoop actually can we do some whapping at the end see you later bye myths myths There's a guy just there. I just there's a guy who postman. Oh right, bear with me. For the record, Matt is just um, going to see a postman. Um, the postman is wearing a high vis jacket, and obviously can't be bothered to walk up the driveway. So Matt is walking down to meet him. Is this how they do it in the north? The postman just stand outside your house and wait for you to come to them. Is that how polite people are in the north? In the south. The delivery man just guesses whether you live there and then just ch- chucks it in the front door. <laughs> oh, the guy couldn't work out how to do the... Oh, that's embarrassing. The guy just couldn't work out how to use the gate. He's like 82. He must be at least 80, this delivery guy. Oh, my God. It's literally the simple. He couldn't even use the gate. I thought it was weird that he was just, like, not moving. Matt's now trying to mouth something to me from across the garden. I say garden, it's more like a grassy wasteland. Oh, here he comes. What are you chatting about me, mate? I was just telling the podcast how I was confused why he was waiting there, and then I realised he couldn't use a fucking gate. <laughs> Is that basically what just happened? <laughs> yeah. Cheers, mate. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he just couldn't use the gate, could he? <laughs> I was saying to the podcast, I was like, "Why? Why is this man not coming up the driveway? Why is he? Why is he like? I've never seen that before. The delivery man just waving at you and making you come to him. Yeah, it's That's just the, it's literally the simplest gate. It's just a, <laughs> it's just like a gate with a latch. Like I don't because <laughs> he looked a bit. He looked sheepish when you opened it for him, and I could tell that oh, he thought it was, he thought it was locked. <laughs> Uh, it's very true. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the way you look. You can tell you walked over to him like, "Hey, am I going to help you?" Oh, oh, you literally just want the gate open. Okay. Ah, <laughs> uh, people. <laughs>